following program is pre-recorded. Live from the Hope Center in Plano, Texas, this is Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help, and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, as you prepare to speak on the topic of fear this coming Sunday, uh, more details on that in just a few minutes, but I uh, want to uh, ask you, what you know, fear seems like it should be something that we don't talk about as Christians. In fact, the Bible doesn't it say fear not. So what is God's <laughs> heart on fear? I love at times to deal with God's heart on whatever the topic is. And for, for this, we have this in our, what we call our keys for living or our biblical counseling keys. And I think it's important uh, to know what does God say? What, what is his heart on fear? Well, um, I'm going to begin with what will be supported by my favorite verse in the Bible. It's nobody else's. I've never heard anybody else say it's their favorite. But the point would be, God's heart on fear is that he is with you It's talking about those who are true, authentic Christians, those who have yielded their will to his will. He is with you and will never leave you. This is Deuteronomy 31.8. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Do you see that? That Mm. God's heart on fear. Do not be afraid. In regard to his presence, himself, uh, the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. That's Deuteronomy 31.8. And if you don't have a favorite scripture, is that uh, perhaps a one that would be... A good candidate. (laughs) Yeah, it it would be a a strong uh, contender, in my opinion. The uh, uh, second part of, of God's heart on fear... He is your light, salvation, and a stronghold. He holds you strongly. Uh, This is Psalm 27, verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Of course, people can disappoint us. People can hurt us. But when you look at the ultimate end, if we have a relationship with him, he is our light and salvation. That's the key. Uh, Entrusting our lives to him. And he promises that he will enable us to have what is called eternal salvation. Likewise, another point He keeps you safe as you trust him. Again, God's heart on fear is, listen to this. Um, This is Proverbs 29. Proverbs is the book on wisdom. Proverbs 29, verse 25. Fear of man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. I love that scripture because I, at one time, did, I, I was controlled by fear of a human being 
and I had to change. I needed to change. Fear of man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. Again, Proverbs 29, 25. What else is God's heart on fear? His, he, he, he has his hand on you. I'm going to repeat that. He has his hand on you. Uh, Psalm 139, I think, is the most personal of all the Psalms. Psalm 139. You hem me, you hem like, like a, making a hem, but uh, meaning a, a hem uh, with cloth. You hem me in behind and before. You lay your hand on me. Hmm. You, he is that close that he literally wants to touch us. He touches our lives. He guides and holds you. Psalm 139, verse 10. Even there, your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. He delivers you. This is uh, from Psalm 34, verse 4. I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. He cares for you. Well, First Peter 5, 7, I love this scripture. Cast all your cares on him, or cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. That's true. He personally cares. He's not standing aloof. He's not turned away from you. He wants a relationship with us, each of us. Likewise, he strengthens, helps, and upholds you. He's, this is what He wants to do with every one of us as we draw closer and closer to Him. Isaiah 41.10 Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And I'll close with this. This is Romans 8.28 this is important. We know that all things work together for good, for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. In other words, not everything is good, but he will work those negative things for good. It's been 20 years since June Hunt was first called into international ministry through the translating of our keys for living into the Russian language. The Lord has refined our focus in recent years to partnership with ministry leaders in key global regions whose reach is expanding to international training events, radio programming, and impact across borders that only indigenous leaders could cross. God is multiplying hope through the translated Keys for Living and the globally relevant counseling model of June Hunt that you have come to understand as a valued listener of Hope in the Night. When you support our Hope for the Heart international ministry, you give directly to men and women who are giving their lives to equip and empower the church in their regions for the Lord's kingdom. Come with us around the world to share the hope of Christ. Visit us online at hopefortheheart.org forward slash international. 
Would you like to talk to June Hunt about a situation in your life? Consider having that conversation on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night and let June help you discover practical help that's grounded in God's truth. Your story will be heard on all of our radio affiliates. And of course, we protect your privacy by providing you with a different name. And as it happens often in our program, when you share your story, you might help someone else find biblical hope and practical help for their life. It's ministry multiplied. For an opportunity to talk with June Hunt on Hope in the Night about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or some other concern in your life, call 800-917. That's 800-644-4817. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call tonight. 800-917. 800-644-4817. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver, and you are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We are a ministry of hope for the heart. We'd like to thank you for your prayers and support of this ministry. Well, June was just speaking about the topic of fear. If you'd like to hear her speak more about that, just go to, uh, if you're in town, if you're in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area, you can go to First Baptist Church this Sunday at 530. 530 to 7, that's First Baptist of Dallas at 530 Sunday night. It's a a series over an 11-week period. It's nine sessions that she'll be teaching, and uh, this week's topic will be fear. And if you can't make it there, you can also do that by Zoom. If you'd like to connect and uh, to register for the class and find out the Zoom information, just go to hopefortheheart.org slash events. And find all the information there this week, again, speaking about the topic of fear. Well, if you have any questions or concerns about any of the issues, the topics that we bring up here on the program, we'd like to help you with that. If uh, anything piques your interest and you'd like to find out more about that, what God's heart is on a particular subject, what, uh, how it relates to something that you might be dealing with in your life or as you help someone else you're talking with, just talk to customer support. They'd be happy to help you and point you to a good resource or two that would help you in that situation. The number is 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and again, they can uh, they can help you with the right uh, materials for you. And the Keys for Living on Fear, by the way, called No Longer Afraid, and you can call them again. The number is 800-488-HOPE. Let's get to our caller for tonight, and we welcome back to the program a caller from New Jersey listening on WJPG. This evening we have, again, Barry. Well, hello, Barry. So good to have have you back again. How can we help you? Thank you, Miss Joan. It's nice to talk to you again. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, what would what would you like for us to discuss? Uh, the lack of my self, lack of self confidence. Hmm. Lack of self confidence. I, I, I had a stroke, and I, I, I want to return to work, but I, I don't. I, I fear I can't do it physically. Well, so I'm, I'm scared to, to, to even try. What makes you afraid to try? Uh, just, just the way I am with doing things around the house and, and then whatnot. I. I have trouble doing doing some things. 
that I used to do naturally. Is that because of the stroke? Uh, yes, ma'am. I'm so sorry. Well, one thing that we often learn is repetition. 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 Doing something over and over again enables us to regain certain skills when they are lost and um, it helps us with coordination with actual um, the doing of that now am I right am I remembering correctly something about uh, didn't you draw didn't you have a skill something and it yes, was, yes, describe describe what that is again for me. I used to, I used to draw and uh, paint cartoons and oils. Oh yes, okay. My cartoons. Well, <clears throat> I think the issue is what is. I'm, I'm going to go very basic. Um, God has a plan. For each one of us. In fact, in the Bible, we read Jeremiah 29, 11, where the Lord himself says, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. So when we read that, and there are many other scriptures that would support that. The point is, it's God who created you in the first place. It is He who actually knows the last day of your life and my last day. He literally, the, the, well, this is the Bible, uh, Psalm 139, verse 16. All, it says, all the days ordained for me were written in your book, God's book, before one of them came to be. So, Barry, I want you to think of this. As long as you have breath, you have life, and you have purpose. You have God's purpose for your life. So I think the issue is if 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 we just talk about talk about one thing you can do for doing it would be go on and see what you can do whether it's with oils whatever medium you choose but return to what you used to do and see how far you can get where it would be pleasing to you. But re remember, so much of what we do, it's based on repetition, doing it over and over again. All the way from, if you think about when we were kids, the first time you ever rode a bicycle. Can I assume that you rode a bicycle? Yes, ma'am. I, okay. I don't run anymore. I don't either. But if you'll remember, uh, 
well, you, you probably don't, I don't remember when I first tried. I just remember I, I've seen plenty of people when they first try and they don't do that well. But it's the repetition, doing it again and again and again, that enables us to re, in, in our case, in your case, it would be to regain some of the skill that you've had. And I think it's important to realize the ultimate one in your life is what the Lord will plan for you to do. Um, I, I know that for many people, um, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking about a particular person I know who is uh, able to do things for people in uh, a, a nursing home, or a, it's really a, more of a hospital setting, but to, to uh, do something that brings joy. And I, I'm just thinking, if you were to do a cartoon and talking about something that could uh, make uh, people smile, there, there are so many people who would love to have something personally done for them, as you've already said, you can do in the past, you were would draw cartoons. And I'm just thinking how special, I, I would love for you to try that and, and see what would you do that could make someone, whether it's kids in a hospital or kids who have limited ability, uh, they're not going to be judgmental. They're, you know, just figuring out something uh, clever, whether it's drawing um, a clown with balloons, and uh, and it could just say a gift for you, and you put their draw their name. Um, is something like that even appealing to you? It's just it's just a thought of trying to do something where you practice it over and over, and just that would bring a joy to a child in in a some kind of facility, whether it's hospital or rehab. It, 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 I'm not saying it's limited to children, but just. You know, the, the most important thing of all is for you to be so aware of God's purpose for you. And that means, I think when we talked previously, there may have been something you said about um, wanting to be close to God. Is it? And I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Am I correct about that? Is that your heart's desire? Yes, ma'am. Tell me, you, let me hear your words. How? Tell me what your desire would be in regard to God. 
I'd love to be closer to him and, and feel his presence. Mm, okay. Well, I, I'm going to ask, has there been a time in your life where you know you humbled your heart and you actually literally received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, giving him control of your life. Give, and that's the key. To you, you yield, you surrender your will to his will. Uh, you receive him, asking him to come into your life. Is that a desire? Have you, have you done that? Or is that something you want to do? I, I did that. I was rebaptized in Florida as uh-huh. an adult. Okay. And I moved back to Jersey. Okay. So, do you feel your life changed at all? Yes, I do. You did. Well, wonderful. Well, so where is Jesus right now in relation to you? in my heart every day. Exactly. Okay. Well, what that means is he is present. In fact, um, I never will forget, I, I never had heard even that concept. I never heard of the, the scripture that goes, it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. I, and when I first heard that, I thought, I, 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 like, I, I don't understand. But, but no, I had not received Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. But what I was clear about when I did that, I saw in Scripture that He never leaves us nor forsakes us when we receive Him as our Lord and Savior. So He is residing in you and he promises he will not leave you or forsake you. That means that you have his presence to fulfill his plan for you. So anything you need to overcome in terms of whether it's a habit uh, that you want victory over whether it's enabling you to be wise. June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as Grief and Loss, Abuse and Trauma, Depression and Suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl.
If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of Hope for the Heart, and uh, we'll get back to our caller in just a moment. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central, and they'll help you access the right resources. I want to recommend one of those, our Keys for Living on Purpose in Life, called Pinpointing Your Priorities. That and so many other resources are available by calling customer support at 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. If there's something going on in your life, you'd like to get some insight on that and uh, talk with June about that on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, give us a call at 800-917. That's 800-N-I-G-H-T-1-7. And when you call, leave a detailed message, and we'll get back to you to talk to you about being on an upcoming Hope in the Night. That number again, 800-917-800-644-4817. Now back to our conversation with Barry. Well, my friend, I was just thinking about the words that you said. You said you have a lack of self-confidence. Now, if I were asked to play the flute and someone said, June, I want you to be a flautist or a flute player, um, I would definitely have lack of self-confidence because I have never, I have um, only once or twice picked up a flute I have no idea. That is not in my skill set. Um, and I could say, when I uh, initially was playing the t- guitar, um, I needed to do it over and over and over again, meaning that I do play the guitar. That's very different, though, from the flute. Where all, all of us um, have what would be, we could say, a lack of self-confidence in what we don't know anything about and have no uh, skill set for. Now, let me understand. When you're saying you have a lack of self-confidence, is there something that you are... Uh, wanting to do, planning to do, that you've been asked to do, or, or seeking to do, 
help, help me understand the context for your life right now. Uh, just, just wanting to do. <clears throat> You're wanting to do what? You have peripheral yep. vision in your right eye, though. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Yes, okay. ma'am. My right and, eye is fine. Yeah. So, but I having... I feel like I've been blessed because I didn't, I didn't lose anything else. And, and Wow, yes. With a stroke, you know, I could have lost my whole left side. Exactly. And having just yeah, had... Yeah, my de de manual dexterity and all that, but I, yeah. it was just affected my eye. Well, how necessary is the peripheral vision in your left eye if you are, by virtue of, of drawing um, and, and your talent, because you certainly have had years of, of doing this art. So what is, how much capability do you have at this point like would if you say from zero percent to a hundred percent how much are you able to do percentage wise do you think I would gander at 70% oh that's good okay so you could start with the 70% but obviously with practicing again and again, it may be moved to 80. It, you could reclaim a great deal of, of what you lost. And the most important thing is there are times when um, you can still do what you've done, maybe not as extensively, not with as much precision, but let me ask, if you were, if God wanted you to do something for others, whether it would be, let's say there's a, a Sunday school class of kids, and it might thrill them to see, because you have been a cartoonist, um, is there an image that you can think of right now that you've drawn in times past that would be a joy for kids? I'm thinking just because of of what I'm imagining. Um, I, I want you to think of this. I remember 
going to church, to, to a Sunday school, and no one knew, had, they had no idea of what I was experiencing at home. At home, uh, there was a lot of anger uh, by my dad, and there was sometimes abuse. And I just remember the love that I felt in this church when I was a teenager, and I didn't tell anyone. I, 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 I didn't tell anyone for years anything about the pain, but I just remembered the kindness that was expressed and and uh, the the youth leaders i was so impressed they seemed to care and so i had what i would call unspoken pain and every once in a while somebody would give me something for example there's like a bookmark something that would look like a bookmark and, of course, kids all have books. Sometimes it's school books or whatever kind of books. But it's like if and there, there was one person who could draw a, a scripture on that bookmark. Um, there was a, all the way from God is love. Um, there was a scripture, John 3.30. He must increase, but I must decrease. He must increase. That's Jesus. Jesus, it's, um, it was actually spoken by John the Baptist. And he's, John, John had a following, a lot of following of people. Um, but then when Jesus was on the scene, he said, he, Jesus, must increase, but I must decrease. It's a very humble position for John the Baptist to take. And I'm just thinking there may be a skill that you would have based on the past and as you said you think you have about 70% of what you did have but it might be that there you could meet a need a need for somebody like me who had unspoken pain and I just remember at times somebody handing me something that would be a, a spiritual encouragement, a scriptural encouragement. What do you think about just trying and seeing if indeed this is what God would want you to do? It needs to be what God is leading you to do. Um, 
uh, hey, um, Jeff, c come in on this. Would you talk about this for a moment? Well, um, it just occurred to me yeah. as you were t saying that, June, that if uh, someone is called to something that the, their own ability, you know, if God has called them into it, their own ability doesn't matter as much as the, the obedience of that. And I thought about the story of Moses. Who, yeah, he, he did not have confidence. <laughs> right, not at all. In God, fact, God called him and he said no. <laughs> God called him and he, he said no, 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 because we, no, no, we no, think no. He, stud he had he some kind of, I don't mean to make fun of that, but that's that's the, yeah. you know, that, he said he has a speech impediment. He can't do right. it. And Moses is considered by all, I think, to be one of the greatest leaders ever. Right. right. But, but his obedience to God was the key there. And then God provided the help there that, that would be needed for that. But Moses is still known as the great leader. Right. And and uh, he absolutely, in terms of self-confidence, I think it was minus 10, <laughs> not, not even 10%. Uh, it really, he did not think he could possibly do what God would ultimately equip him to do. And And, by the way, there's a fascinating scripture. It's... 1 Thessalonians 5.24 Faithful is the one who calls you, and he will do it. Isn't that fantastic? Faithful is the one who calls you, and this is for you, Barry. Faithful is the one who calls you, and he will do it. So, if he initiates something for you you might think I can't do it but this is where again doing it once trying it repeating it over and over it, it's it's the same thing if I need to sing a song and I need to practice it I may not know it well but I've got to do it over and over and over. If I've got to play it on the guitar, and that's exactly what I did last week, I had to play this song over and over and over to get it right. And so the self-confidence at times is natural, the, the lack of self-confidence, but you can't know what God's going to use, especially if He is the one who initiates it. It's been 20 years since June Hunt was first called into international ministry through the translating of our Keys for Living into the Russian language. The Lord has refined our focus in recent years to partnership with ministry leaders in key global regions whose reach is expanding to international training events, radio programming, and impact across borders that only indigenous leaders could cross. God is multiplying hope through the translated Keys for Living and the globally relevant counseling model of June Hunt that you have come to understand as a valued listener of Hope in the Night. When you support our Hope for the Heart international ministry, you give directly to men and women who are giving their lives to equip and empower the church in their regions for the Lord's kingdom. Come with us around the world to share the hope of Christ. Visit us online at hopefortheheart.org forward slash international. 
As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually, they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God himself, and he's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800-NIGHT-17. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now, 800-644-4817. We're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of hope for the heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We exist because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of this ministry. We thank you. If you'd like to give to support the ministry of Hope in the Night, you can do so at hopefortheheart.org donate. And we thank you. If you have questions about any of the topics on the program tonight, really any number of topics, we have over 100 keys for living to help you address your situation. Just call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. Anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, they'll help you access the resources you need, whatever would help you to uh, deal with the situation you're dealing with and to to uh, see what uh, what the Bible says about it, what God would say about any of the, the situations you find yourself in. Just let us help you with our materials. That number, again, for customer support is 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. If you'd like to go online and uh, really uh, look through the catalog and, and uh, take a look at what resources, what titles we might have there and uh, topics that we cover, just go to hopefortheheart.org slash store. You can find the keys for living there and uh, find a way to order through the website as well. Again, it's hopefortheheart.org slash store. Returning now to our conversation with Barry. Well, my friend, I have a question, and this may not be applicable to you. One time I was teaching on procrastination, and I asked how many of you, and it was there were about 100 people there, I said, how many of you have what I will call pockets of procrastination or a pocket of procrastination? You're not, you don't procrastinate about everything, but you do about something. I cannot, I couldn't believe. It's like every, all but about, I think it was about four people raised their hands. I mean, they, they just, because uh, I, and I was, I, I really did not expect that. I just want to know, do you ever feel that you procrastinate? Uh, yes, yes, ma'am. Okay. Well, I'm going to send something to you. This is actually one of my favorite things that I've written. It's, um, it's called Procrastination Preventing the Decay of Delay. Procrastination, preventing the decay of delay, and we called this one of a, was a, one of our um, 
Biblical Counseling Keys, or one of our Keys for Living. And it really is kind of a fun way of looking at this. I have five different kinds of procrastinators. There's Perfectionist Patty, Poor Self-Worth Paul, Fear-Based Freddie, Lack of Goals Larry, and Overwhelmed Olivia. And what it could do is uh, help you kind of get off the the mark, off the starting block, and make you think about, hmm, which type of personality would I have? Now, for me, procrastination can be overwhelmed Olivia, thinking, you know, I, I'm doing the best I can, but there's just no way I can finish on time. Um, since I can't get it all done on time, I'll I'll work on a project that I really enjoy, uh, that I can accomplish instead of the big thing I need to accomplish. I, and there there were some classic things. I'm not thinking that's you, uh, but uh, there's some people have to do things perfectly. It's like, oh, I'll, they procrastinate because it's like I must do it perfectly. Anything short of perfection is failure. If it's not perfect, I'll feel horrible. So that would be perfectionist Patty. Poor self-worth Paul is, huh, I, I feel so significant, so incapable. Um, I, I feel like I just can't do it right. And uh, I, I feel worthless. I'm not good enough to succeed, so there's just no sense in trying. I, I just feel sure I'll fail. Well, the person who has poor self-worth needs to do what God has in plan, uh, in, in mind for uh, the plan of your life. In other words, in this case, poor self-worth Paul um, procrastinates because he lacks God's perspective of his value and uh, he can't see what he's capable of achieving and he doesn't realize that God not only created him but also pre-planned the work he is designed to do. Um, Barry, this is a fascinating scripture. It's Ephesians 2 verse 10. We are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Listen to this, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So whatever God has planned for you to do, you will be able to do it. But you have to, if you will, get off or out of the starting block. In other words, you need to, sometimes it's just start doing what you know that God has called you to do, and he will be the strength for you to accomplish whatever, again, what he has planned. Does that make sense? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So, when it's, I understand you said, lack of self-confidence. Well, the good news is he 
is the one that you have confidence in. Again, it's not as much your self-confidence. He knows what he is confident of, of accomplishing in you and to you and through you. So really, it's yielding your will to his will again and again and again. I do that this morning when I awakened. I just said, Lord, I just give myself to you. I just, and, and do I do that every morning? No. But this morning, I just said, Lord, I just give myself to you. May I do what you've called me to do and be what you've called me to be. That might be something that would be excellent for you to do as you, after you awaken in the morning. Lord, may I, may I yield, I yield myself to you. May I be what you want me to be and therefore do what you want me to do. Are you willing to do that? Yes. Okay. You know, it's it's a uh, relearning. When when there has been a stroke, I I know many people who have to re-engage in what they had done before again and again and but it's again the repetition is there anything that is keeping you from literally doing like you mentioned the your your art and I I call it an art your drawing and how you've been how you used art in the past is there anything that's keeping you from literally doing it where you're practicing again and again? I don't know. I don't know. Well, there's no, there's nothing like the present. Go on and say what you were going to say. I guess because I haven't tried it, I don't know if I can or not. Okay. Well, like a mental block, creative block. All right, then let's um, let's be aware. God is the one who gave you talent. And you were willing to develop that talent. Is that not true? True. Because everyone is not capable of drawing where there are cartoons, where there are images that people uh, look at and smile. Um, so, where, and we see in the Bible where God gives us spiritual gifts. Now, this is different. This is a talent. But the point is, 
everyone, you know, most people don't have that gift. So we know he gave you, it to you at one time. So therefore, is there any reason why you tomorrow could not go on and start, start practicing just like you did years ago? Is there any reason why you cannot do that tomorrow? Okay, so in order for you to start drawing, what do you need to do? Uh, block everything else out. Just do it. Yes. Okay. Okay. What time? What time are you going to start? Give Give me a time that sounds logical that you could do, where you could start practicing. What time tomorrow? After After breakfast. Okay. What time after breakfast? Okay. You got a date. That's good. And by the way, there are going to be a lot of people praying for you because they're listening right now and they're rooting for you. They're for you. They want to encourage you. And at, at times we all need encouragement. So you know that you'll need your paper, your drawing paper. You know you'll need your either pen or pencil, whatever is the, many people start with a pencil and they do a, 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 a general design that works and then they'll come back. So you, you, you know what you've done in the past. And so Heavenly Father, we pray for our friend that he would have confidence in what you will give him the ability to do. Thank you that he can even claim the scripture. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So Lord, whatever you is in your perfect will for him, we pray that he will have the confidence that is confidence in you working through him. And if it ends up being ultimately something for another person, for, for others, to give them joy, we thank you. We will send our keys for living called procrastination, preventing the decay of delay. We'll send that to tonight's caller, and we do that free of charge. That's because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate, and we thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope. Hope.